Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The views given on the following program are not necessarily the views of WIBA, its management, or staff. Since individual situations can and will be different, please consider this when exercising any options presented by our guests. Saturdays are different here. This is Weekend Madison on News Talk 1310 WIBA. Conversations with endless possibilities. Ask your questions now at 321-1310 or toll free at 877-235-1310. This is Weekend Madison. Good morning. Welcome to the weekend and News Talk 1310 WIBA. As you heard, Weekend Madison. And this hour, Ask the Experts. And happy to be joined live and in color in the studio by David Polich of AL Limited Landscaping. David, good morning. How are you, sir? Thanks for inviting me. Good morning. Great to have you again. Uh, now, last uh, a couple of weeks ago you were here, we talked about drainages and stuff. That's when the weather was still trying to figure itself out. Got real nice out now. Spring is officially here. We're going to discuss a little bit about spring landscaping, some uh, things to do. Um, just basically with the weather, what it's been, what are some general thoughts you have on what's going on with the yards right now? I'd first like to start out with a happy Mother's Day to my mom there you go. and all mothers out there. Tomorrow's your big day. <laughs> uh, in landscaping, uh, we had a fairly cool uh, early spring and very wet. Uh, I had a, just a tremendous amount of drainage calls. And uh, I think in spring to do's, uh, people put things off. I think now, if you haven't done, you should finish up your uh, spring fertilizer. And one thing you, I get a lot of questions on, uh, when's the time to treat creeping charlie, uh, violets? Right now. It is the prime time. Anything that's uh, the, the, those type of a ground uh, in cover in your in your lawn, use uh, something like a weed be gone. When the plant is flowering, it's going to take in the herbicide. And if you do it in the summer or too early in the spring, it's just not uh, effective. So now's the time if you have uh, creeping charlie, violets, a uh, little bit of clover, uh, you can take that, uh, you know, use the weed be gone and, uh, you know, even dandelions. I mean, dandelions are even past their prime now, mm-hmm. but you can still uh, kill them. Uh, the other thing, uh, um, if you haven't and you have grub problem, I had a customer this year uh, earlier that uh, looked in his lawn. He had an area maybe 50 by 100. Uh, the rest of the lawn was real nice, and uh, it was in a shaded area and in the sunny area where this uh, lawn problem was. Most of his grasses uh, were starting to uh, uh, just uh, it was like eighty uh, percent just dead grass. I lifted up the uh, a couple sections. I did four little samples, and I found a grub under each one or two. And basically, most of these grubs are probably going to be the uh, uh, Asian beetles or the box elder or any any of the the uh, your uh, your grubs that are, are going to be coming out of the ground, and they're feeding on the roots. And if you can get a product called GrubX, you can do that yourself. Um, if you see uh, real spotty areas in the lawn, you take a, uh, just dig down. They're going to be right underneath the root line, and they're probably about half, three-quarters of an inch long, and they're white, and uh, uh, 
you know, they're just, they, they feed, they come up when the ground is warmer and they'll feed for a month and then they come up out of the ground and then they fly around. Uh, they, this is just the stage that they're eating. They'll go back into the ground uh, again later in August and uh, then feed for a while. So you want to treat your grubs if you have a problem. If you, you have moles and you're seeing a lot of mole activity, that means you probably have grubs. So that's the time they want, you know, you get rid of the food, food source uh, and uh, you'll be more effective on it. Um, again, earlier this year, we just had too cool of weather. We had fr- uh, frost. We actually even had frost last weekend. You should be able to now plant your annuals. Uh, traditionally in Wisconsin, Mother's Day is uh, what I've always recommended to plant your annuals, uh, your vegetables, your herbs. Uh, if you haven't done that, uh, the ground is, is uh, in very friable uh, condition that you can go and work the ground. Mm-hmm. We had so much rain earlier that if you worked the ground, you were just going to, to you know, actually wreck its structure or damage its structure, and it would turn into, when it dried, it would turn into almost like concrete pellets. Now, mm-hmm. if you get out there and work your ground, it's friable, and you have a, you can succeed in planting your gardens. Um, one thing I don't recommend this time of year is too much pruning. You can prune the dead off. You can prune any uh, shoots. But if you have particularly a flowering plant, uh, don't uh, prune off the, the the flowers, of course, but you know even some of the buds. Uh, your your spirea will be flowering here shortly. Your lilac are flowering. Your wygelia will just be coming. If you prune off the buds, you're going to be pruning that flower. Wait till probably the end of June, first part of July, to prune those plants if you haven't done it already. Mm-hmm. Uh, roses you can deadhead as you come, but they're just starting. So all your flowering shrubs you should hold off on a little bit. You certainly can prune your yeah, and you don't want to prune. Your your oak, but you can prune in pretty much any other trees uh, if you're going to be do- wanting to do any pruning. All righty. This is Ask the Experts on News Talk 1310 WIBA. I'm Casey James, joined live in studio by David Polich, landscape designer, estimator, and project manager for AL Limited Landscaping. If you'd like to join us, it's busy time to get out in the yard. We have our phone lines available for you to get any question answered from David at 321-1310 locally or 877-235-1310. Uh, you mentioned uh, we'd be gone on certain stuff. Now, what is exact procedure to make that safe and you just take out what you want? want to take out yeah i'm a believer of uh just spot spraying mm-hmm. and uh i'm getting older i'm 66 so <laughs> when i first started this there weren't such a thing as you go buy a container and it had batteries in it <laughs> and you just pull the handle i mean before you used to have to mix it together now right. you have pre-mixed material you can buy weed be gone and pre-mixed there's other brands uh safer makes products uh you know there's ortho is a weed be gone product and uh, you can just uh, open it up, and uh, the batteries actually do the pumping, and you can spray it on. You can buy uh, fertilizers with the product in it. It's a slow release. That works somewhat. Not as I don't think it's as effective as actually spraying uh, onto the, the plant. If you have uh, your yard is just totally... Uh, you know, weeds and whatever, then you'd probably want to do the granular. But if you can, uh, you can use the uh, Weed Be Gone uh, and, and just spray it on where you think you need it. Uh, okay. Roundup also is effective if you, but you got to be careful of where you spray it because Roundup will kill everything. <laughs> weed Be Gone allows the grass to live. Okay. Um, the, the other thing is, this is the time to, to uh, treat is if you have an ash tree. If you haven't treated it, you, you will have, to, you can do it right now in the month of May. Uh, a product called uh, Bayer Tree and Shrub Protection. If the caliper or the diameter of the tree is about a foot or smaller, you can make 
do this yourself, and you just do it around right around the crown of the tree, the base of the tree. And uh, otherwise, if the tree is uh, larger than 12 inch, then you need to have a professional actually inject the herbicide into the tree. But if you if you're not going to be treating your ash in the ne- this year or next year, you pretty much forget about it. Uh, the tr- the ash will die. It's not a it's not a question of uh, mm-hmm. you know maybe the bug miss you, but we're already seeing ash declination around the city. Cities are cutting out all the municipalities around here are cutting out their ash, and they're saving a few. Some municipalities are actually treating their ash. Some aren't. Some are just cutting them out and getting rid of their ash. Alrighty, Dave. Let's take a call. Uh, see if you can answer a question from a caller. Caller, welcome to the program. You're on with David Pollitt of AL Limited Landscaping. Hi. Good go morning. Ahead. Um, I got a question about. I got a. I just bought a recently bought a property, and there's a lot of honeysuckle there. And I'm, is it the, what's the best way to get rid of it? Well, if if you can, uh, and it's not growing amongst a, a variety of. Uh, of good stuff we'll call it like oak or good trees you can actually uh, either grub it out you can hire somebody to grub them out you do it yourself with an axe or there's a product called tordon t-o-r-d-o-n you can buy it i know at some of the co-ops uh if you cut it off at the base of the tree and you just paint on the tordon and uh, that's what we do instead of grubbing everything uh, but if you got a lot of honeysuckle you just just put it on each one uh, but you can just grub them all out and uh you put the you put it on the base or just on the paint or the cut mark of the honeysuckle, and it will kill. It's about 90, 95% effective. Mm. If this honeysuckle is growing amongst a good something, like an oak or a tree or a bush you want to save, an arborvita, because I've seen that many times, it will kill the arborvita. So you don't want to use this tordon amongst the plant. It should be at least three to four feet away. If it's just a grove of honeysuckle, you can either, again, grub them out or cut them all down and then uh, squirt this tordon on it. It looks like a shampoo bottle and you just squirt it on the actual uh, stock of the of the plant. Does that help you out, sir? So, so, yes, sir. I, one, one question, sure. one more question. Sure. So I have some fairly large honeysuckle, and then there's a lot of seedlings that are coming up. If I kill that main plant, will that kill all those seedlings that are come up? Are those all connected via vines? Some of them are going to get killed because they are attached to the parent plant. Some will just be keep coming up. Uh, again, it's not a... Uh, honeysuckle is not an easy, you know, particularly if you have just tons and tons of black locusts or like that. Uh, uh, there's other plants that are, that are just uh, prolific that uh, keep putting out new plants. Uh, you just have to work at it. Um, if, you know, if you can grub them out, you know, you can grub them out, you know. But, again, it's a, it's a process. You probably won't get them all in the first attempt. Okay. All right. Thank you for your help. Thanks. Appreciate the call. All right. Do have another caller on the line? We'll put them on standby. We have to take a break, and we'll be back with more of your phone calls and discuss more of spring landscaping. Also, some drainage, retaining walls, all kinds of good information coming up from David Polich of AL Limited Landscaping. And we invite your questions as well, 321-1310 or 877-235-1310. Weekend Madison, Ask the Experts, continues after these words on Newstalk 1310 WIBA.
And good morning. Happy Saturday, Madison and beyond. Beautiful day underway. Some clouds, but still nice. Uh, maybe a brief sprinkle yet, uh, but sunny, warmer afternoon high of 75. I'm Casey James. This is Ask the Experts Weekend Madison on WIBA. Joined live in studio by landscaping expert David Politz from AL Limited Landscaping. David, thanks again for joining you. Let's get back to some more phone calls. Busy day. Lots going on and lots of questions. Good morning. Thanks for calling in. You're on the air with David Politz of AL Limited Landscaping. Hello. Hello. Hi. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was wondering, can you tell me on a uh, on a new a new lawn from last year? I was put in very late, so it's very skimpy this year. How would you fill that in? How would you seed that, or what would you recommend? Well, there's a couple of ways you can do it. You can still overseed, and that's what I'd recommend. You can really scratch up the areas that are very weak with a rake, and uh, you can just overseed, and you're successful. Uh, another actual, it's a mechanical tool. It's called a slit seeder, and uh, you physically can rent that. Uh, many of your hardware and some of uh, the rental shops do rent these. It's a seeder that actually will not damage much your existing lawn. You can, even a 100% good lawn, you can run the slit Seeder. Put slices just like a corn planter, and you can run it in a diagonal. You can do just one pass, and uh, you, it, you load the seed, and it, it, uh, it cuts the, the soil and then drops seeds in these slices. And, uh, you know, without damaging the lawn, uh, we do that as a, you know, often. We have two of these slit seeders, but you can actually rent them yourself if you want to. They're a little bit bigger than a lawnmower, but not much. So you can actually handle them and put them in the back of your trunk of your vehicle. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for the call. Very appreciate it. Again, we're live in studio with AL Landscaping, AL Limited Landscaping, David Pulich, landscape designer, estimator, and project manager, talking all things uh, spring landscaping. Now, right now, we mentioned earlier about to getting rid of some weeds with Weed Be Gone. Uh, what about herbicides and planting right now? A good, good time for that? Well, you can, but you got to be careful putting any herbicides if you're planting. You know, I usually don't recommend herbiciding. You know, if you're going to do anything, you round up uh, in something in general. Uh, that you have a plant in your garden. But if you put a granular herbicide in your garden, you're probably going to end up killing too much of your good material. So uh, you got to be real careful of what you herbicide in your garden or your planting beds. Speaking of herbicide, what exactly is that? And what, what is it good for? What does it do? What is it bad for? Well, uh, the, the, the Weed Be Gone basically is more of a lawn product, mm-hmm. and it just kills uh, the uh, most of, not all, most of your... Uh, unwanted uh, vegetation, we'll call it, in your lawn, and allows still the the good grasses to live. Has a hard time with thistles. Um, you can try to do it on thistles. You really got to put it on strong. You might uh, consider if you have a really just a select amount of thistles uh, to use Roundup. And if you're uh, worried about killing your grass, uh, you can dip uh, the Roundup and use a Q-tip and put it on the thistle. That's a better option of killing the thistles, I think, than using Weed Be Gone. But it will Weed Be Gone still will do it. I mean, your dandelions and things like that. That's getting personal with the dandelions. Right, but I, I get a lot of customers that has weeds, weeds growing in their perennials, weeds growing in their juniper, mm-hmm. and again, you, you can use Roundup. You don't want to spray the actual plant that you're 
uh, trying to save. Mm-hmm. So you use a, a big, like a nurse's Q-tip or a Q-tip, uh, put a, a Roundup in a Dixie cup. If you got a lot of grasses growing in your juniper, uh, actually use a rubber glove and then put a cotton glove over the over the, the rubber glove. Squirt your cotton glove with the Roundup and then just give it a couple stroking actions. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you're, that way the Roundup is going on to the grasses and not the juniper or the plants you're trying to save. Uh, then you would throw your, your cotton glove away. So you can buy cheap cotton gloves and yeah. uh, and you'd probably want to wash your hands after. But if you use the, the, the rubber glove or the Playtex glove underneath the cotton glove, it, 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 you won't get the herbicide on or the Roundup on your hands. If you have your beautiful flower right next to it is your evil weed, how about like a cardboard? You can a, use a, a cardboard, cardboard to, to uh, protect the drift. Yeah. Correct. That's okay. a good recommendation. Use a newspaper or a, a grocery bag, a, a paper bag, and just uh, separate the two. Then you can spray the plant you're trying to spray and uh, try to do it again when uh, temperature is above 65 and you don't have a lot of wind. If you have a lot of wind, not a windy day, yeah. if you have a lot of wind, you're, you're too susceptible to killing plants you're trying to save. All right, Dave, next up, another call. Let's try and answer their question. Good morning. You're on the air with David Pollich of AL Landscaping Limited. Good morning. Morning. I've got a situation with my lawn where a I've situation. got some lighter green <laughs> spots, and I'm guessing I had done some reseeding in spots in the past, and apparently I had a different product. So I've got um, some two to three, or some one to two foot circles, maybe a half a dozen of light green, thick grass amongst my dark green grass that's that's prevalent. Hmm. I want to know, aside from killing all that and starting over or what have you, is there well, a way that's to your, uh, that's about the only, <laughs> That's about the only way I can suggest doing You can cut it out. Uh, you know, but it's easier just to kill it and then try to uh, work in some new seed in there. Uh, you might have something that's called a poa or a bent grass, and uh, that just gets in the yards and it does take over. Uh, it is a different color and it's a different texture. It's usually a smaller blade than your bluegrass, and it does take over yards. Uh, so you, you'd have to, you know, just just round up the area you got there. If you got a big areas, uh, we have done it where you just round up what you want to kill, and then you rent that slit seeder will go right through it or you just let the grass die off you can top dress it lightly you can usually seed within uh, five to seven days after roundup top dress it and then seed the area uh, and you should be able to you know get a, a good lawn going again great thanks for your help thanks for the call appreciate it hope we helped you out there again if you have a question for dave our landscaping and all yards expert guy al limited landscaping call us at 321-1310 or 877-235-1310 now with this strange weather dave it has been cool it had been warm now recently it's been very warm now some more rain how does that affect everything with the yard well, the yards are just loving the gray, the, 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 and the plants just love the temperature. They haven't been tricked too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't see anything uh, flowering too much. Even the frost in the morning didn't affect much plants. What, 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 uh, what I had a lot of calls on, it's our number one call is the drainage. And, uh, we started a little bit last, uh, session and, uh, uh, it, it's probably, again, my biggest uh, call demand. I get at least 250, 300 calls a year on drainage. And wow. drainage relates to everything from uh, negative pitch on your house, water standing in your yard, water coming into your basement, retaining walls being washed out, uh, gullying all around the yard. And uh, it's a it's a very, uh, we'll call it a, a complicated thing sometimes. But if you understand the, co- the common sense of it, you know, if you have a pitch away from your house, 
you know, you, that's what you want. So water flows over from away from your house. If your pitch goes back at your house, uh, and particularly if you have downspouts discharging there, or if you have drainage patterns that take the water towards your house, that's when you're going to have your water problem. And uh, usually, calling a uh, basement uh, specialist that does waterproofing, he's going to tell you if you got the negative pitch, you could need to have the landscaping corrected first before they can do anything. If you have cracks in your foundation, we don't fix the cracks in the with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Foundation, but we can correct the negative pitch, and uh, you certainly don't want the water standing there. We can go on the next uh, break here. Yep. We'll, we'll talk more about uh, drainage up drainage. next. You got it. All right, thanks, Dave. Appreciate it uh, for teeing that one up for me. Stand by a news update with Robin, and then we're back with more of your phone calls 321 1310 or 877 235 1310. Next up, we will talk all things drainage. It is Weekend Madison with AL Limited Landscaping. Uh, News Talk 1310 WIBA. Good morning. Welcome back to Weekend Madison on News Talk 1310 WIBA. I'm Casey James. Happy to be joined live in studio by David Polich of AL Limited Landscaping. We're talking about landscaping in the spring, things to do, things not to do. And in just a moment, we'll talk drainage. But first, I have a caller on the line. Good morning. Welcome to the program. How are you? Hi. Um, I have a question about a patio made of pavers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was put in about 15 to 20 years ago. It's in our backyard, kind of a shady area started to grow moss in between the pavers, and I kind of power washed that out, um, even scrubbed it with a wire brush trying to get the pavers cleaner, and I'm going to refinish it, but I'm wondering about advice um, to any product that I might use to decrease the likelihood of the moss growing back um, and not harm the surrounding lawn. I realize getting light on it might help, but surrounded by mature trees and not so practical. So just looking for advice. How many chemicals that work on moss? I think safer and uh, not sure if ortho does. They make a, an algicide, and you can try using that. Uh, it scrapes off fairly easy. I know it's worked, though, because we have been hired to do it to get the moss off. But uh, you can try an algicide. Uh, again, I think safer and uh, maybe even ortho make a product for that. Uh, one thing that... Um, you know, if you have something growing in the joints of the, the patio, you can use a product called polymeric sand, and that will keep uh, something from growing there, but it doesn't, uh, you know, what I call eliminate the moss. And uh, if you just, uh, uh, you know, every once in a while go with a hard uh, brush broom and keep that so the moss doesn't get established, you just let it out there and let it grow and expand, it's just going to you know, keep multiplying. But if you go out with a really hard bristle broom ever so often, I think you can keep a lot of it uh, down. Uh, but uh, 
Uh, otherwise, it's uh, you know manual labor to as your best result. I, I read online that maybe boiling water might kill off the existing moss. Is that true, or is that well? You got to be careful on that too if you go on the lawn. I know that algaecide uh, does. Uh, I've, I've had people put it on decks and uh, on roofs, uh, and it it doesn't hurt the lawn. Uh, but if you, you use too scalding a water, uh, you actually might, uh, you know, we'll call it fry your grass. So uh, okay. you got to be careful on that. And same thing with uh, things like a vinegar or uh, salt. And if it drains, because most patios drain onto your lawn and the plants. I don't think if you you don't have a shrub within two to feet or so, the, the boiling water would be effective. But uh, I would try the algaecide if you can. You can try okay. the boiling water, but be careful if it goes onto the lawn and it's super, super hot. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks very much for the call. Appreciate it. If you have a question for our guest, David Pollage of AL Limited Landscaping, all things landscaping, feel free to give us a call, 321-1310 or 877-235-1310. Now, Dave, we're going to get to drainage. Um, let's talk about it. First of all, the evil side of drainage. If you have your house, you think everything is uh, drained, set up properly, and we get a deluge, a downpour, and all of a sudden water in the basement. Let's talk about some drainage issues first. Well, I have a 20-20-20 rule on drainage. Uh, it takes uh, about 20 years for your house to... to almost completely done settling around your house so normally when your house is built the the landscaper or the excavator do achieve a proper drainage away from your house but what happens is that the soil that's backfilled uh, against your house t- uh, takes around 20 years for it to settle mm. uh, i don't know of a builder that uh, goes and compacts that soil they sometimes jet what's called jet the foundation if you have a, a you are a new home buyer and it's a new construction you just take a hose and buy a, a what's called a Ross root water, or you can put a, a, a pipe on the end of it and you push it into the ground and move it every about two to three feet, hmm. and you'll be amazed how much you're, you can minimize your settling. Because once you start getting the plants in, you get your patio in, you get things around your house established, and then all of a sudden, 15, 20 years down the line, you're going to notice that you have anywhere from two, four, six inches of negative pitch. You're going to need to have that corrected. Uh, there's two ways to correct it. The easiest is adding soil. Uh, I usually use a topsoil. I get hired at least 50 to 80 jobs a year where we're just putting soil against the foundation to, to achieve that uh, uh, positive pitch. Now, the uh, state of Wisconsin has some building codes. It's sometimes very difficult to achieve that, but you want to try to be five inches down on your siding with your finish grade and try to uh, acquire about uh, – five inches of fall out 10 feet uh, you, you're not always going to be able to get that if you can get that that's that's your optimum that you don't have water in the basement the other really consider about that 20 20 20 rule is that that soil that is dumped into your foundation wall is 20 times more pervious. So hmm. if you can have the water just stand three feet or four feet away from your house, uh, and that's why uh, downspout extensions are very important, even five feet out from your house, that soil that's five feet out from your house is going to be 20 times less pervious. If it, I find many homes with water problems have negative pitch, the downspouts discharge right next to the house. Mm-hmm. So you have the you just the double whammy where you have uh, the soil is very pervious, the water 
water soaks right into the ground and goes into the basement. You have it stands because of the negative pitch, and uh, the other twenty uh, of the rule, it takes twenty years for an, uh, for lawn to make an inch of soil. Now, why is that wow. important? Uh, you know, on houses that are twenty, forty years old, you might have had uh, good drainage. I get many customers that say, "Well, I never had this problem." Well, they don't know that their lawn is actually making topsoil. God didn't create topsoil. <laughs> Mother Nature creates topsoil. God created sand, gravel, clay. Mother Nature, with its decomposing of the roots of the bla- and the blades of the lawn, leaves and other organic matter make topsoil. And and you can go out and measure. Uh, I can get within five to ten years of the age of the house by just measuring how high the dirt is on the city sidewalk or the curb, higher than your actual. Uh, than the, the you know people think that the city sidewalk sank. No, your lawn is is growing. And it's growing topsoil, and if that's the problem that the lawn is higher than your siding, uh, you're going to have to just take the lawn down. We get hired again. Another there's another fifty calls a year <laughs> that I come in and we have to physically lower the lawn around portions of your house. Because the lawn is higher than the siding, and uh, people also make the mistake of putting bark mulch in every year. Uh, what's going to happen? Okay, bark mulch just, uh, slowly uh, breaks down and turns into organic matter, which turns into topsoil. So you are slowly building up the topsoil layer around your house. And uh, again, I find at least uh, half a dozen ten customers the bark is higher than the siding, and the siding is starting to rot. Mm. And uh, Another pet peeve of mine is just even putting bark mulch rings around trees. I mean, if you grow your bark is six inches higher than your lawn, it's going to have a negative effect on the tree. The tree's going to root too close to the ground. Uh, you're going to have, uh, you're choking off the oxygen supply. The, the trees breathe real close to the ground, right at the base. And if you're putting six inches of bark on there every year, and I do have customers that I recommend just get rid of these bark rings and, and start over. Uh, take out the bark that's near your house. Use it for planting. Put it in your garden. If it's really decomposed, you can put the bark, the, the old bark into your garden. Uh, or if you have low areas in the yard, uh, you know, you're, you're composting. Uh, or you pay a landscaper to take the bark away. You just can't put bark on every year and expect that the grade around your house stays the same because you're actually making topsoil. Uh, it looks good initially, but in the long run, well, you want to dress it up. But yeah. if you get, uh, I I've, I've now have some homeowners that are actually taking, and even some commercial property uh, people that you know, I know one developer that owns some shopping centers, and they uh, they'll they'll occasionally pay us, or they do it themselves, and then they'll take out the old bark, and then they'll just make a pile before they put their new bark in, instead of having these mounds of bark all the way around their property. They want the good look of the, the fresh bark, but mm-hmm. you just can't keep putting bark on every year and expect that the plants so it's good for the plants because you're, you're you're encouraging too too close a surface root. The the plant will root into that bark. And because it's a, it turns into great soil. It's a very friable uh, soil. And uh, when you get dry times of the year, the plants won't do as well because the bark, uh, you know, being we haven't had rain, the, the bark will dry off pretty fast compared to an organic material like your topsoil in your lawn. Uh, so. You know that, that's that's just a pet peeve of mine. Uh, we do a lot of drain tile work where we're taking the water away from the house 
and you can take the water. Uh, another pet peeve of mine is that uh, some of these big box uh, stores sell what they call pop-ups. So to put people put drain tile onto the yard, onto the downspout. They'll take it out about 10 feet from the house, and then it pops up into the lawn. Well, it works on, uh, we'll call it 80% of the time during the summer, but it doesn't work during the winter. If you think of water that's in a pipe and the ground is frozen, this water can't go uphill because it's, it's, uh, it's got to go uphill. It's got to go up, up through the pop-up. So pop-ups don't work during the winter. And if you get a rain in January, which we've had this year, and I think because of the climate change, we're getting more of these rains in January and February, the ground is frozen or your pop-ups are frozen, and you're going to now start to get uh, backup of water water in the pipe. The pipe will back up into the gutter. I've had customers where actually the PVC pipe has been just fractured because the ice expands in the pipe. The gutters have torn open because of the ice in the gutters. Uh, you get uh, back up in the pipe right up to the roof line, and then you can have uh, water that's icicles coming. I had an apartment project one, and they had so much ice on the roof because of using pop-ups. It backed right up the gutters, mm. and then uh, water was starting to go over the eaves because the gutters were fro- totally frozen. Wow, crazy. Okay, more drainage information, 2020 rule, also building code when it comes to drainage. We'll discuss all of that and more coming up next in our final segment. Also, a couple of lines available for you if you have a question regarding your lawn, landscaping, drainage, what have you, anything in that realm. We have our guy to answer it, David Pollitz of AL Limited Landscaping. Join us, 321-1310 or toll-free, 877-235-1310. It's Ask the Experts on News Talk 1310, WIBA. Good morning. Welcome back. It is Weekend Madison rolling along this Mother's Day weekend on News Talk 1310 WYBA. Casey James, glad to be joined live in studio by Dave Polich of AL Limited Landscaping, talking about spring landscaping, everything to do, not to do. Again, AL Limited Landscaping, 6602 Grand Teton Plaza, Suite 100A, Madison. If you'd like to give them a call, 608-836-7852 or on the web, you can uh, get a message to Dave at Dave Design at TD. Net. All right, Dave, uh, quickly that 2020 rule again. That first 20 was amazing. So when you move into your brand new house, there's the siding, the foundation, and then the the ground where you you know design flowers, what have you. But you said in 20 years that drops six inches? It can. I've seen many of them drop even uh, seven to eight inches. Uh, I had a homeowner this year. We were probably putting 12 inches in. Um, it depends on the backfill that the builder used and how old the house is. Uh, if he's using a very uh, few junky, we'll call it backfill, mm-hmm. and most of them do. That's what they're—they're they're not going to put good soil in there. Mm-hmm. They're not going to go out, and especially. Uh, they're going to new homes have a, a a system where they're putting drain tile below the uh, basement floor, and they're going to backfill that uh, that over the to put in drain tile there, and then they'll backfill that with a washed stone. But on top of that washed stone. They're just going to use excavated, uh, we'll call it clay, sand, gravel. Many times I've seen uh, just junk uh, backfilled against the house. And, again, that's why that soil, because it was dumped in there eight feet down mm-hmm. usually, uh, that it, it has that 20% more permeability to it. And it just takes that 20 years for it to settle out. Um, we do a lot of drain tile work. We've probably installed at least 1,500, 2,000 feet of drain tile this year already. We'll do at least five, 8,000, 10,000 a year. 
drain tile. Uh, we'll take it out to what's called an open-air discharge. We don't use that pop-up. Uh, you can have it hooked onto your downspouts. We do a lot of catch basins in yards where if you have a depression or you have water coming from a neighbor or going over a retaining wall, you often can catch the water in a catch basin. These catch basins can be very non-conspicuous. They can be 8-inch uh, you know, that you see on top, 12-inch. Uh, we even install 15, 24-inch uh, diameter catch basins. Uh, if you have a larger catch basin, then you have to discharge your your water with larger pipe. But uh, more, normally, four inch uh, pipe uh, is adequate. Uh, and then you take it to an open air discharge. Now, one of your building codes is that this open air discharge can't be within three feet of your city sidewalk, can't be within three feet of the property line. So you want to make sure that you discharge that water not on. Uh, you know, onto the city sidewalk. You, you're mm-hmm. going to cause ice on that city sidewalk if the pipe is there. I have sometimes some homeowners that have walls right there, so we got to try to make it work, uh, we'll call it. Uh, you can mm-hmm. take it into uh, an infiltration basin, uh, which is uh, you just dig a depression in your yard, particularly somewhere where it's uh, not near. You can't be, you don't want to be, again, a building rule is uh, uh, an infiltration basin. Uh, French drains are illegal. That's another building code in Wisconsin. Uh, so what they allow is an infiltration basin 10 feet away. We'll often do them a lot farther away. And you can have them just uh, do a rain garden out of that uh, depression. Uh, you can do a, a dig down and put a clear stone in so that there is some permeability there that the pipe goes, uh, again, open air and then soaks into the ground. And you can grow uh, maybe 8 inches to a foot of uh, put in a real sandy, composty soil. Mm-hmm. So you do a rain garden and... Uh, we do at least a dozen, 20 of those a year. Uh, you can drain water to a depression. I've had, uh, so we can't get the water out of the yard. Actually, you, you put a catch basin in the yard, and then you just go buy a cheap $100 sump pump. If you get water that stands there and doesn't soak into your infiltration basin, uh, just you pump water up over the curb with a garden hose. So there are ways to do it. Um, you know, you, 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 you can, you know, there's many, uh, you know, I, I call it being creative. Uh, I got a college degree, but none of this was taught to me. And I know uh, I get, uh, uh, we'll call it many of my competition uh, recommends me. I have landscape architects and engineers that recommend me. Uh, regarding my drainage ideas, and uh, I haven't hardly ever found something I can't fix. That's great. Now, regarding draining tile, here's my warped mind. How it's okay. When I think of draining, I think of pipe and tubing. But when I think of tile, I think of a tile you lay on the floor. Now, draining tile, what is that? What well, exactly drain it looks tile like? uh, that is sold at the big boxes. We do use it. We don't use as much of it. The traditional drain tile. It's a corrugated black pipe, okay. three to four inch diameter. Uh, by the corrugated, you're going to get stuff that sticks in it. You know. Your twigs will stick in the corrugated. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, particularly if you have spinners, in, you know, maple spinners, uh, birch trees get a lot of junk. Uh, maple or uh, locust trees get a lot of junk. Uh, needles from pine trees, if they're real close to your house, get in the gutters. They'll go down the pipe. And if you have the black drain tile, and again, we have installed it, but if I'm in a wooded area, I'm going to use a PVC pipe. 
It's a smooth wall, and you certainly want to have it go to this open-air discharge. That means the end of the pipe you can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have it going to the ground, this pop-up, uh, that's, again, another reason that the pop-ups don't work, because this chunk that now gets in the gutters, it goes in the pipe. How's it going to go up in the air? Mm. It doesn't. It sits in the pipe, and then eventually your pipe gets plugged. So these pop-ups, I've never put one in, and, and but I see them every year. They, they keep selling them, and I think they should be banned, but uh, that's here. That's my impression. Uh, but you, 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 you do, I, we put in more PVC pipe. Again, we do put in some drain tile. If you have enough pitch, we'll call it, I'll do it, and, and you have to do a lot of angling, a curve around things. I will use the black corrugated pipe, and if there's enough pitch. Uh, if, if you have a wooded site, I'm going to, the majority of the time, use a PVC pipe. Uh, particularly if you have a catch basins, I can. I prefer using, uh, you catch the water, and you're going to, because you're going to get debris that comes from the yard that gets in that pipe pipe and then uh, you know i find uh i'll get hired because the pipes are plugged up so we'll put in new pipe and we're going to put in the pvc pipe wow lots of information dave my head is rolling uh, my yard's taken care of now but if it wasn't you're the guy i'm going to again quickly your phone number if people like to get a hold of you it's 836-7852 and happy mother's day to all the mothers out there thanks dave for coming i really appreciate it we'll talk to you soon okay okay take care all right once again david polich a limited landscaping if you have any questions call him 608-836-7852 or message to dave dave design at tds.net that wraps up weekend madison ask the experts on news talk 1310 wyba news next at the top of the hour followed by empowered financial with pete simbalak and tim scott on news talk 1310 wyba with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.